empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Trengale. My podcast guest this month has all of my favorite things wrapped up all in one. And you are absolutely going to love her. Her debut recording album was the best-selling album by a female Christian artist at that time. She is a Dove Award-winning, Grammy-nominated Christian recording artist, and she is Kathy Tricoli. Her pop single, Everything Changes, hit the top 10 adult contemporary billboard charts. She sung with the Beach Boys. She's been on The Tonight Show. And she was a featured concert at New York City's Metropolitan Room. She's authored multiple books, worked as a television host, but her music and ministry, spanning over three decades, has literally gone around the world and is still going. This woman's creative juices know no bounds. And the thing I love about her is that she is a pro at breaking boxes. Everything about her has been outside of the box. And she shares with us in this candid conversation that she discovered the most powerful strength God had given her was her authenticity. I want you to get ready to laugh, enjoy yourself. She is hysterically funny. She is so very gifted and She is Italian. You're going to love it. Sit back and enjoy my conversation with recording artist, Kathy Tricoli. Kathy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And even just talking to you a little beforehand, like two Italians talking together. It doesn't get better than that. I'm telling you. And just to point out how rare this is, two Italians in Nashville, Tennessee. Come on. I know it. Wow. I'm just so, so thrilled just to get to spend this time with you and have this conversation and ask you some questions. But really, honestly, Kathy, just pull on the gift of God on the inside of you. And you were so precious to just start us off in prayer before we went live and just the things you prayed for our listeners. And for me, I just went, man, this is just sheer fun. Just sheer fun. Yeah. It's always good to invite them in, you know, cause we do interviews and then we go, okay, Lord, he's always there, but you know, you just want to always ask him to go before us because he shines light on places we don't think of. That's so true. That's so, so true. Well, and we're trusting him to do that. And when sort of the opportunity, could it be, could it happen to have you, I immediately, something dropped in my heart that whatever we get into, was so excited to talk to you about this as a women influencer of faith, which you truly are and continue to be. I was telling you before we started that I had just flown in off the road yesterday. And so I don't know about you, but when I come off the road, I'm so kind of done with eating out that it actually pushes me to cook. Are you that way? Well, everything except pushes me to cook. I have Italian friends that cook. Believe it or not, you know, I'm the one that makes (laughs) great reservations. I love it. But I can make a mean meatball. That's all you need in life. (laughs) That's all you need in life is great meatballs. But, you know, I do have a couple of Italian friends here in Nashville 
that Jen, I'm telling you, oh. it's the real deal. So yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. I yeah. love eating out, but it's been so great to eat home because I've been on the road most of my life. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally relate to that. Okay, well, side note, I need to find these friends, but I came home, I was cooking, and so I was looking forward to our time together today, and so I threw on just a Kathy Tricoli playlist. I told you, you and I had a great time in my kitchen last night because, I mean, the songs and just the breadth of the songs, and I was picking up my phone, you know, texting friends and sending iTunes links going, oh my gosh, remember this song and this one, and it was just so... <laughs> so much fun. And I had sent, it was one of those that I went, how did I let the song get away from me? And it was one of your first, Holy Holy. And I text it to a girl that works for me, my project manager. She's 25 years old. Now she's a musician. She's getting her master's degree right now. I said, I want you to listen to this. And so when I talked to her this morning, the first thing she said was, I just wish music still sounded like that. And I thought, what a response, you know, from a 25 year old. Well, you know, what's so funny, Jen, like, believe me, I have a lot of contemporaries I love, but I think what's missing a lot is the melody. Like I have a playlist, my own personal playlist of 60s and 70s music. And when I have my friends over and I put it on, they're all like, they have to stop conversation and go, oh, oh, because you remember these gorgeous, gorgeous melodies. And I think there's a romantic melody because it's all about the intervals and where music goes. And I've always been, because of the music I was brought up on, even one of my first songs, Stubborn Love, It has these Mm. sweeping melodies. Those are the things that get to your heart. A good melody coupled with a great lyric. It's so true. It's so true. Well, you just have a huge catalog of this. I'm so excited to dive in to some of these things. But before we do, typically on the podcast, I will ask my guests a series of just kind of get to know you questions. I promise you it will get deeper than what I'm about to ask you. Well, come on, let's talk over a meatball. Come on. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so you're Italian. I kind of already know the answer to this. Is it coffee or tea? I mean, come on. It's definitely coffee. Tea is only when I'm sick. Right. (laughs) That's so the truth. It's come to this. I have to drink tea. When I'm with my friends at Starbucks or whatever, and they're all going, you know, it takes them about five minutes to order. And I'll just go, (laughs) give me a grande, please. Right. Whatever's on tap. Starbucks has their own language, right? Yes, they do. I mean, they speak in tongues at Starbucks because some of those words, macchiato, are you kidding me? I know. I think I'm ordering a car. What? You know? (laughs) Okay, so your go-to Starbucks drink then is just like black, give it to me. Yes, but let me just say this, Jen. I have to say at Christmas time, I have to have my little peppermint coffee. I love that. Okay, next question, get to know you. And I will say this is just totally a selfish question. Where does an Italian get real Italian food in Nashville, Tennessee? And maybe I should add, is there such a thing? Well, at the risk of being a snooty, wooty, tooty, patootie, Italian New Yorker, which is where right. I'm from, uh-huh. I think you just get in a plane and or get in your car and drive. I love it. It's kind of knowing what to order. I actually like, even though it's a chain, I like Maggiano's. Uh-huh. But see, this is the deal that I think, it's sort of like my friends that have been brought up on Mexican food. They make right. fun of me if I say I like certain restaurants in Nashville. They're like, are right. you kidding? The salsa's gross there. 
Right. What they don't understand about New York, like mozzarella is mozzarella. Yes. It's, it's comes wrapped in a string and it's beautiful, milky. And so sometimes I feel like even if they had the real deal, I'm not sure they'd enjoy it. Right. Because they're used to the other. That is the most diplomatic answer that I have ever heard. That was pristine. Now, when you go to the city, all my family lives in New York. So we know people say, oh, you grew up in New York. What was it like living in Manhattan? And you go, I oh, no, not Manhattan. But when you're in the city, do you have your same go-to Italian restaurants that those are the ones you go to every time? You want to know something, the truth? I love to go to the city in the holiday times. And I love to see the things that even tourists love to see because I was a Long Island girl. I was two miles from the ocean. I'll uh, talk to my friends that are close to New York or in Jersey to find out the good places. But honestly, in Long Island, I live more towards the east part. But there are so many Italian families. You know, even the pizza pizzerias have meals that exquisite Italian restaurants have in New York City. So you could have stuffed shells and you could have baked clams and you could have any kind of pasta or you can't go wrong by even walking in any pizza place that has a dining room. Yes. I love it. We take it all. And I'm getting really hungry. So I'm going to switch to something a little more spiritual. What is Kathy, a book that you're reading or maybe have read that you would say it just puts something in you? It just grabbed your heart. Do you have one right now you're in or or maybe have read that has done that for you? I have a bunch of different ones I'm in. I tend to like read a chapter or two and then put it down because I've ordered some books, you know, and I'll answer your question, but my reading is I tend to read enjoyable books on, you know, just for reading sake on my Kindle. And then when I'm studying, yeah. I have the real deal so I can underline. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you can paste and all that, but I really I like the highlighting thing. But a yeah. book that I have probably, Jen, given out about 20 copies through the years is Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers. Oh, yeah. I lost my dad young. Both of my parents mm-hmm. died of cancer, but he was 46 years old. When I met the Lord, my relationship with Jesus took more of a bridegroom than a father. You know, we, we enter a relationship with Jesus a lot from what we have known in the natural. My immediate connection with Jesus was a love affair, was husband, bridegroom. I know he's the bride of Christ, the corporate, but he's truly been my bridegroom. So when I picked up that book and Francine Rivers wrote from Hosea, he's actually called Michael Hosea in the story, but his love transforms this woman that was destitute, prostitute. I mean, it is, it's the perfect title. When you reckon with what you're capable of without the Lord, where you'd be without the Lord, what you've been saved from, Mm -hmm. you can't help but read this book and go, okay, she's positioning it as God and man, Michael Hosea. It makes you know beyond anything in this life, his love for you. And it's that steady, steadfast, non-judgmental, you can always fall back in my arms. I'll never turn you away. I don't care what you've done kind of love. Yeah, that is so good. I have read that book. Love it. And our listeners, any that haven't, that's a quick Amazon order right there, really quick. Kathy, I was thinking last night, just thanking God really, just for just that right timing that I know we all trust him for. As I was thinking about our conversation today, because of the time that we're doing this interview in, 
kind of what we all hope is coming to the end of this pandemic time that has really shifted the world as we know it. And people, no matter what they do, if they're vocational, if they're stay-at-home moms, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever season of life, everybody's trying to find their way all of a sudden. And as I was going over your career and your ministry, it struck me how many different things that you have pivoted and done throughout your career. Most people know you, of course, as a magnificent singer, as a gospel singer, but you are an author, you've hosted television shows, even in your music career, you never got stuck in a box. Right now, as people are trying to find their footing, and I hear this in a lot of my friends, they're trying to maybe picture themselves out of the box they were in so that they can find what is their next place. Can you speak just out of what that has been like? I mean, I even look about when you came on the scene in contemporary Christian music, and there really wasn't a box for you then because everything about you had its own identity. And that's what people say. When you hear Kathy Tricoli, you don't have to wonder, gosh, I wonder who that is. Even down to the intrinsic sound of your voice, you have always been outside of the box. And I just felt like there would be some really pivotal things you could say from walking that that would help people right now. What has that been like for you? And was it purposeful or did it just happen? Wow, that's a really, really loaded question. The first thing that comes to mind is it was painful to be different at the time. But what I've learned through the years, and I want to say to your listeners, is God is always working behind the scenes. And we're trying to grab the brass ring and we're trying to fit in. And the very things that we despise sometimes about ourselves Mm -hmm. are the very things that God's going to use as he continues to write the chapters of your book. He never puts Mm -hmm. the pen down. We try to steal the pen away. We try to write our own chapters. And he's saying, trust me. You know, for example, to be vulnerable for you listeners, it was really hard to kind of come into Nashville as this, you know, I was like Rizzo in Greece next to the (laughs) really feminine, lovely, blonde Vandy girls, you know? And I was like, My hair's too big. My lipstick's too dark. My voice is too low. Amy Grant is a Dove commercial. Michael Smith is the prince at the Disney parade. Where did Kathy Tricoli fit in? Thank God that I had managers at the time who managed Amy and Michael. Because I was a club singer. I met the Lord. I was thrown out really young in the Christian music field. But I thank God for these guys that said, okay, let's see who you are in the pop world. Because I was singing, embrace me, my sweet embrace of you. Yeah. I wasn't singing the pop where it's like, holy, holy. You see what I'm saying? So I thank God that they got these writers together. I became a writer afterwards. But my point is that the low voice and I went, okay, I don't sound like Sandy Patty. I don't, The very things that I said, why can't I be like this person, are the very things that people have been blessed by through the years. Jen, here it is 2020, and you're saying, you have a unique voice that I love, and it blesses me so much. The fact that I have a different background from the people that were in the South and brought up in the church has caused people, you know, my ministry, I didn't even know, would be more towards the brokenhearted 
more towards right. those who feel left out, more towards those who are going, I'm not a beautiful people of the world. You know, I just wrote something the other day on my Facebook, like there's strutters and limpers in the world, you know? Mm. And mm -hmm. the very things where I felt like a little bit of the underdog are the very things that people have said to me, Kath, your mm. music, where you've written from, the very places that have been broken are the very places now that have brought healing to other people. Wow. So I'm saying don't despise where you're at because of those are the very things. We can't see the growth. You can't be where you're not. You can't give from where you're not. Yeah. And unfortunately, in the music business, Jen, when I see music business in where I've been, you come in, you're a cool kid, you're 20, and you haven't had the life experience. Yeah. But when life gives you your stories and God in your stories, I want to encourage people that God is still writing your story. And, you know, don't go for the brass ring of what you think is successful. God will tell you in your spirit mm -hmm. what is successful. He'll speak to you. And I've just kind of gone with the wind. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit. And more than ever at this time in my life, when we strive to make things happen, it doesn't have the glory of God on it, Jen. That's so good. I know when I see people on the platform, I'll go, what they're saying is good, but it's not going to the deepest parts of the person. It's yeah. good but it doesn't yeah. have that Holy Spirit touch. Right, right. So you really had to work through, and I mean at a young age, but you really had to work through and go, if I'm going to do this and have power in it, then I'm going to have to contend to be authentically myself. Exactly. I think I know the answer to this, but was that decision and contending a one-time event or was it a process that you really had to work through? I think it is a process. I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think for all of us, I think it's a process because we have so much stuff from when we're in the womb through our childhood to when we get adulthood, you got to keep on shedding it, you know? Right, right. I mean, I had some counsel. I made sure I kept people in my life Jen, and this is really important for you listeners, many people, they say they want to be like Jesus, but they don't want to change. Mm. That's so good. I know so many people that live without challenge, and I've made sure to keep people around in my life that even when I answer the phone, they go, what's wrong? The people that can read right. you. And so, you know, for example, I'll give you an example of being really intimidated by a person in the ministry. And a dear friend of mine said, hey, T, you just babble when you're with that woman. You don't have to, like, calm down, look at what you're doing. Wow. You're getting nervous around, you know, yeah. that's one example of taking inventory of, okay, I don't have to do that. I don't have to say that. I don't have right. to look that way. I don't have to sound right. that way because all of us are trying to fit in from the moment we get here. And mm -hmm. so that's really, so true. that's really helped me even at this time, even, you know, I'm working on music that I've loved for years that hasn't quite fit on Christian radio, isn't hip and cool for that format. So when you say you've done that, I think I just kind of go with that, you know, what's okay. the passion in my heart? You follow that. Yeah. Well, and it has proven time and time again throughout your life career. And it's interesting because when I say your career, I almost have to say in your ministry. And I wanted to ask you to talk a little bit about this because when we talk about someone that's an influencer that has never gotten stuck in a box as far as what you do or who you are, 
The other thing that is so obvious to see is your voice never got stuck in a box for who you could reach and could not reach. You know, I look at your music and you're all over contemporary Christian top 40, but then we see you doing a duet with the Beach Boys. And then we see you all of a sudden, Kathy Tricoli's playing the Metropolitan Room in New York City, which I'm still not over missing that somehow. How that got by me. It had to be just awesome. But then in that same year, you know, you're over in this church doing a a comfort concert and there's real ministry. I mean, not to downplay whatever anybody does, but I'm talking when you go in and do these ministry events, there is deep healing going on. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is at the forefront You are not phoning this in. I mean, this is a hardcore night of ministry. I'm going through and I'm looking and I'm going, this is absolute ministry, but your voice and what God put you on the earth to do never got stuck in a box of who you could reach and who you couldn't reach. Has that always been important to you? Yeah, I think for me, I'd rather not do Christian music or do ministry if it's not the real deal. And, you know, I'd rather have just sung cabarets and theater. As much as I love the jazz, the Tony Bennett kind of music, you said I did play the Metropolitan Room and and sang those night and day, you were the one, all those kind of beautiful romantic songs. But in my heart of hearts, because of everything in my life, my passion is to help the brokenhearted, to not feel alone, to make people feel like they can see tomorrow, they can get through it, to help people feel like they're not stuck. All the things we've just been talking about. As a matter of fact, Jen, lately when I've been you know, doing some of these, you said comfort nights or whatever, when I'm asked to do a church service, it's just remarkable when the Holy Spirit is leading because I'll at the end just say, hey, listen, if you want to just come up and have some prayer, and if a word, a song, something I said ministered to you, please come up. This is the only time I'm going to say it. Because Jen, through the years, I just don't get, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. If the Holy Spirit's speaking to somebody, it's like me saying, Jen, come over. You're either going to come over for meatballs or you're not. You know, that's how I feel about the Holy Spirit. So it's been remarkable, though. As I say that, I've had maybe almost the whole place come up and have prayer. And that's been my passion to see people get well, to see people have hope, to see people feel like yeah. they, they don't have to stay in the grave clothes that they've been wearing. You know, the songs we've been talking about on the jazz side, a great song is a great song. A great song moves people. But there's another thing when you're singing about Jesus and speaking about him You know, you could have a great joy and hope put in your heart when you're hearing a beautiful song. But when you're talking about my Christian music and getting in front of a crowd and offering Jesus, it's a whole different penetration. You know, you mentioned Metropolitan Room. I sang the whole night and I sang pop songs and I sang jazz songs. And then Jen, I closed the night with a song I wrote called My Life is in Your Hands. Oh, wow. Great song. I started singing, my life is in your hands. Jen, I'm not kidding you. And I brag on the Holy Spirit with this. Everyone in the room started weeping. And I sang the whole night long. And that's what I'm saying. People were like, all of a sudden, in the midst of Midtown Manhattan, and this, 
you know, the lights are there and people are having drinks and they're eating. And all of a sudden people are reminded outside of all that, yes, there's yeah. somebody bigger than me. There's somebody yeah. that loves me. My life is in his hands. I don't have to worry. You see the difference in that. And so I've done both, but I have to say, I see the impact of the Holy Spirit music. Absolutely. And how the spirit of God transcends. God's not in a box. No. He's certainly not. He was waiting for an entrance point to those people that would come to a metropolitan room that are never going to show up, you know, in one of our concerts or services. But he had that entry point. And because you had allowed, like you said, you had dealt with, I'm just going to own being authentically who God made me to be that power could hit that moment at that time. That's so powerful. I tell people all the time, because I love that people all the time go, Kat, thanks for being so real and all that. And I, I think it's exhausting to not be yourself. <laughs> so true. It's been really sweet for me. Even the last, I'd say, you know, I'm going on 40 years and two more years of music ministry, but to sit on a stool and talk to people from a place of going, yeah, I lost two parents to cancer. Yeah, I suffered with an eating disorder that was horrible. Yes, I have felt this and that. And then give them Christ in that. There's no better reward than for me to see the light go on in people's eyes going, if he met her there, he can meet me there. Yeah, I love that. And to be able to be used in that way, you know, again, I'm just loving that we get to have this this conversation with you right now. I feel like you're sort of mentoring our listeners as they're, you know, walking through moments, whether it's their careers or whatever, going, what does this look like? And because none of us have been here, people can't really mimic other people like maybe they did in the past because nobody really knows. And I see a really incredible thing God's doing that he's pushing us to discover and value the genuineness of who we are, just like you had to do. Jen, look how hard it is in this time. People look at social media numbers. Instagram, yeah. we saw in the news a couple of months ago where a girl was sobbing because her account had been taken down. You know, even people in ministry, I, I see. Yeah. Again, like, this is just how I think. It's like, why take a picture of yourself in your Mercedes Benz and why show some things on the internet? For me, it's like, if you're going to use social media, use social media in a way that's going to lift up and not have people turn the camera on back on themselves and go, well, I don't have that. And I don't do that. And I don't look like that. Our young people, we're trapping them in a place that's about the flesh and not about the spirit. That's so good. You know? Yeah. I mean, I just had something happen this week where this guy in Africa, he's taking care of orphans. He sent me this video, Go Light Your World, of these orphans mimicking Go Light Your World. They have no instruments. I'm in my bed. I start sobbing, and I put it on my Facebook just to yeah. show people the beauty of these kids. One guy's looking like Stevie Wonder. He's playing a keyboard on a piece of wood. They have bottles oh. for microphones. Oh. Put it on my page. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's going 100,000, 200,000, oh, 400,000. And of course, listen, I'm human. I'm going to my manager, look at what this is doing. 
but it's from yeah. a place of going, use it for the yeah. good. I'm going, how do we raise money to get these kids instruments? You see, it's not just so checking the numbers. It's flipped. Yeah. You know, Jesus was born in a manger, you know? Mm -hmm. Jesus so was respected in his hometown. You yeah. know, his, yeah. his own friends deserted him at the end. So it's flipped, especially now, 2020, what's important to Jesus. Mm -hmm. We flipped it. Yeah. We'd missed it. So I continue to get to the point, Lord, are you proud? Do you delight in this? What do you see? What makes you happy? Yeah. We don't realize that's, it. that's where the real peace comes. It goes back to when we have to get up every day, trace that brass ring and be something we're not, keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. Exhausting. It's so true. And the opportunity of a moment like right now, where so much of that just goes quiet and for God to grab a hold of people's hearts and go, I actually value who I made you to be. That's right. That's what I'm hearing from you, that that was a choice and it wasn't a one-time event, you know, that it was a process, but in doing that, you have seen and watched and continue to see the power of God demonstrated through you just being authentically you setting people free. Is that still the thing that lights you up even now is watching God do that? Absolutely, Jen. And I could tear up with this, but you know, the very people that are admired by the world a lot, the beautiful people, the wealthy people, the famous people, I have found more joy only because people get trapped by that stuff. Yeah. I'd rather spend time when I talk, because I could get into this thing about divine awareness. I wish people were more aware of all kinds of people, but I'd rather spend time with the woman that's cleaning my toilet at a hotel room when I talk to her and I find mm -hmm. out about her life and how delightfully kind and wonderful she is than some of the people yeah. that have been the, quote, beautiful people of the world that I've been around in the music yeah. business. And I just want you mm -hmm. listeners to know it's not about that. Jesus is not going to mm -hmm. ask you one day, well, what kind of house did you have? How many numbers did you have on your social media? He's going to look for his son in you. How yeah. much was Jesus right. Christ incorporated in my character? What a question to start the day with every single day, because it definitely points you at looking for things that maybe you wouldn't have been looking for, you know, in making that your point, your moment or moments that you're looking for throughout the day. Well, I'm going to say, you know, we're talking about all this stuff, but that doesn't mean, you know, there's not incredible silliness and craziness. I mean, I'm the silliest person you want to meet. It's like you put the Christian tag on something and we think Christian needs to look like this. And so I just want to also say to your listeners, you know, holiness is attractive in all kinds of packages. That's so good. What you're bringing up is perfect because I wanted to tell you a short story of a concert of yours that I was at. It was in Cincinnati, Ohio at a theme park called Kings Island. I was there with my family, my mother, my aunt. We were all excited to go see you. I was a teenager and of course, coming from an Italian family, we got to go see Kathy Tripoli. Everything Changes was on the charts. The place was just packed out. 
And so you sing stubborn love and everything changes and you're right toward the end of it. And all the sound goes out on the stage. It just drops. Your mic is on, but everything is gone. People are rushing, trying to fix it. And you're holding. I mean, it didn't last three minutes. You go all Italian. You're like, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. And so you sit down on the edge of this stage in this outdoor amphitheater and the crowd goes totally quiet and you start singing, Oh, how he loves you and me. Oh my gosh. And I mean, I'm a church kid, you know, there with my family. I'm like 15 years old. I mean, the presence and the power of God just settled on that crowd It was so powerful and you sang it through like three or four times and the sound came back and you could feel it. It was almost like people were like, no, 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 we, we just want to stay right here. It was so sweet. And I mean this huge stage and all this stuff, but when it came down to you singing the love of God over these people sitting on a stage, it was such a powerful moment. And I can remember my mother said to me, the only reason she could have known to do that is because she had been in the presence and the power of God before. Mm-hmm. And she said, honey, I want you to remember that. I'll never forget, you know, that moment because it wasn't just a pro, you know what you got to do. It was much deeper than that because that relationship with God that you have, Kathy, has just always informed everything that you do. And it sounds like that's your goal that you are looking at to bring those people into the presence of God every time you get on a stage. Is that a fair statement to make? Yes, and it is a fair statement. And you don't know, you know, you just made my day because just for you to have that memory, I don't remember that particular uh, sure. event, but things like that have happened all the time. And I have found that they're the most powerful moments. Janet, it has always been important to me to be about the audience and be about the people in the crowd. I guess I'll go back to what I'm saying. If not, I might as well sit on a stool like I did. I lied about my age of 15 and sang clubs in New York. I might as well sit on a stool and sing songs and do my life and my career that way. But, you know, ever since I was a kid, I've always, I don't know if he just put that in me in the womb, but I observed adults as a little kid. And there was always, you know, the Italians got together and who's screaming and who's doing this and who's fighting with this one and who's making up at funerals and they didn't talk for 10 years and, you know, all of that stuff. And (laughs) there was always a breaking of my heart in the sense of what was injustice, who was bullied. In high school, I remember specifically this, just an odd kid. He was just an odd kid. And he was just bullied and shunned. And, you know, I was only popular because of my voice. I wasn't popular because I was, you know, one of the cool girls. I was popular because I sang. But I remember just sitting with him at lunch and it's always been that. And then having the Holy Spirit come into my heart at 20 years old, it just ruined me for the good. You know, um, a friend of mine told me years ago, he needs to conquer us to bless us. I've asked him continually, Lord, because I mean, listen, Jen, you know, we not only have our sin nature, but we have the Italian on top of it. (laughs) 
he came over on the boat. So he's got to, we've got to continue to go. Get the sadness out, get the anger out, go deep into mm. those levels. So all of that comes up and the Holy Spirit comes in. And then all of a yeah. sudden, you know, the years go by and you feel the grave clothes come off. I had a lot of anger around me as a kid. I've had to work off the anger. Sure. Your listeners, you know, they can pinpoint that one thing that's, ugh, ugh. God continues to help us with those things and transform us. But thank you for saying that. It really matters that you took notice of that as a 15-year-old. It's so sweet. Yeah, absolutely. It was one of those markers where you kind of went life lesson, tucked that away. All this production, but the most powerful moment was when you tapped into the presence of God that you knew. And to my mother's great point to make sure that her daughter didn't miss what was playing out before her to say, see, honey, that's where, you know, it really, it really came from. Kathy, I'm so thankful. And I know I speak for so many, not that I would be the first to say it to you, but just so thankful for all of the choices that you have made and continue to make to not go for a career, but to follow a call. Because the fruit of the call of God on your life, it impacted my life. It's still impacting lives and continues to. Even if you get up and sing Tony Bennett or Disney songs or whatever, it's the reality of a woman who has chosen to not be in a box and not compartmentalize, but go, hey, this is a full woman with a full spectrum, a full voice. And even at the center of it, you still find God in the middle of whatever it is, you know, that you happen to be singing at the time. But I think it's that example that everyone that knows of your career and knows of you goes, look at that. And to me, it's someone like you that goes, okay, then that's possible. Yes. That's doable. You know, the way you've chosen to be is giving license to so many people to do it the same. I think a lot of people, no doubt, that are in your concerts, that's what they're looking for. They're just looking for somebody to hand them the okay to just be them and say that's valuable enough. That's what comes out of you. Yes. Thank you, Jen. That's that's so true. And it, honestly, I think that's what's allowed me to stay around for so long, you know? Yeah. Because I think if I was just trying to continue to I got to sound this way and this is where the tide's going and oh, I got to, I would have kind of left the platform a long time ago. Part of it is just connecting with the people on their level that I think yeah. has allowed me to do what I do. Yes, mm-hmm. the music I continue to write. I haven't stopped still doing recordings and you know, all of that. But I think it's just getting in front of people and talking to them like you talk on your podcast. I think mm-hmm. that's why your podcast is so popular. I think Mm. you're just speaking to people and what they need in their heart of hearts. God blesses that. Yeah, well, he certainly does. And I pray that so. Kathy, will you give us, just take a few minutes. And I mean, my interest now, I'm like, what is she working on now? Would you tell us about some things that you've kind of got in the pipeline? And then please tell us about your foundation as well. A couple of things. The foundation, I'm so glad you gave me a platform. It's called Go Light Your World Foundation after the song, but golightyourworldfoundation.org. Right now, I'm raising money for these orphans. 
um, trying to get instruments for them and also provide for their food and shelter. And I mean, they just mix cornmeal and bags every day with water. That's what they eat. If wow. you go to golightyourworldfoundation.org and you look on the donate page, you'll see the video of these kids. And I mean, I don't care if it's a dollar or whatever it is. If you can give, we're going to ultimately my my heart would be to give them an actual place where they can sleep and stay and thrive. And the foundation has also started just because there's a part of me that just wants to give back. What an awesome project. I love the whole concept. Yes. Okay, so the website for the foundation is golightyourworldfoundation.org. So everybody that wants to be a part of that can go there and just like you said and you know we all know this never think well i don't have enough to really make a difference give jump in be a part of that and give to that what an incredible thing to get to be a part of and i love that just if i can get this in i do a lot of writing and encouraging and i try to answer everyone on the facebook platform so it's just kathy tricoli and instagram too you're on instagram as well yeah And I will say, and if you just need a laughable moment to get through the day, your Instagram account posts some pretty funny stuff. I mean, sometimes you just need a light moment. I don't know where you find them, but... I can't believe you looked through them. Oh, totally. I am a follower. So y'all need to go follow Kathy Tricoli on Instagram. It sounds like her truth bombs are hitting Facebook. But if you just need to just cry laughing, then you also follow on Instagram and then you get the balance of both. I mean, you're just giving us all we need. You're so generous. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. I mean, again, everything you prayed, I'm just watching it come out as you were sharing things. I mean, I I know our listeners are going to sense it because I have felt the tangible presence of God which is what he said he'd do. He said, when you talk about me, you know, I'll show up. And just your willingness to share, not just the highlights of your life, but some of the rough moments too, and how God met you reminds me of, somebody recently told me that the word testimony literally means do it again. And so every time you tell it, it enables God to do it again. And so for everybody that's listening, as she has just been sharing from her heart and all the things that you gave us insights into your life. I believe with all my heart that the power and the presence of God has been there and is there right now for him to do that again. Kathy, could I just ask you to just close us out in prayer Yes. and just pray for our listeners, whatever God places on your heart. Lord, thank you for this sweet time with Jen. Father, I pray for her listeners right now. Father, I pray for your supernatural peace and comfort and hope to invade their hearts today. I pray for deep physical and emotional healing. Father, I pray that every person would live into, that's listening now, would live into the purposes that you've planned for their lives since you knit them in their mother's womb. And in a time when there's so much spiritual activity going on and deception, Lord, I pray that everyone listening today would continue to be grounded in the absolute truth of the gospel and that we would continue to serve you and love you and represent the face of your son here on earth in jesus name amen amen thank you for that powerful prayer those of you that are listening i'm so glad that you somehow some way got to be a part of this podcast 
And we just believe that it is not by accident. There's a lot of things you could have been doing, but somehow maybe you've been asking for answers and next steps and God got this to you. Maybe as you've been listening, you have thought of people and said, man, they need to hear this. And so we want to encourage you to share this podcast with them. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Once again, Kathy Tricoli, thank you for being on the podcast. It has been a joy. It's been an experience, but it's been a great honor. And we thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. Wow, so many powerful truths in that conversation. So much heart, so much passion. As I said to Kathy, I felt like she just sort of set us all down and just mentored our hearts for a little while. I want to encourage you to connect with Kathy. Go to her website, kathytricoli.com. Make sure that you connect on Facebook and Instagram. There's so many powerful ways to get involved with what she is doing. And of course, download that music. Oh, you got to hear it. There's no other voice like hers. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. We'll see you back here next time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.